it's just eerie because it's just out in the middle of nowhere that you hear this stuff. So there's something really going on in this forest and it's very interesting to me. Um, it's definitely uh, something to look into. I don't know if it's like a haunting thing or or if it's it's like a dimension null thing. Maybe I'm hearing things that are in a different dimension. Um, I don't know what to say about it or how to how to say it, but anyway. But like I said, there's nobody out here and there's no electricity, there's no people, there's nothing. Um, so where that came from, I have no idea. the airport undercover deputy sheriffs met him at the airport and took him uh, to meet the, uh, the horse we had our horse uh, I believe in a trailer uh, and when he saw the horse of course of course he got all excited uh, and then he was placed under arrest for a class 6 felony Evidently, he had to be doing this if he said he's been doing this since 1970. Uh, and he travels around uh, when he can get the opportunity and when he's soliciting this type of uh, experience. 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 Step one, proper safety equipment, uh, protective glasses, rubber gloves, we're going to be working with caustic today, so keep yourself safe. This is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy may be Alright, first thing, get a stack of kegs off the dirty keg pile, 
can tell they're dirty because all of the heads are facing towards the wall, clean ones face towards you. Uh, put it down here in the trench, get the drill. Get the drill. Get the drill. Drill out the bungs. Drill at a 45 degree angle. That'll be important. I'll tell you why in a second. Once you've got it drilled, take down your tool here. 45 degree angle is important because we're going to fit this into the bung and pull that thing right out. Throw away the old bung. Flip the tank over in the trench. Allow all that old beer to pour out. Once this thing is drained, put your keg back upright. Take a little bucket of caustic, scrub off all the accumulated gunk, bung butter, miscellaneous salad equipment that people have left on here from whatever cooler these things have been in. Once you've got this thing all cleaned off, rinse it off with the hose. Meatballs and sage, meatballs and sage, meatballs and sage, meatballs and sage. I'd like to be sage for my meatballs and sage. Meatballs and sage, meatballs and sage. I'd like to get laid with my meatballs and sage. Meatballs and sage, meatballs and sage. Meatballs and sage. Clean out all the residue that we didn't just drip dry out of them. Alright, get the tavern head with the white colored hose, not the yellow one, the white one. Get that in. I'd like to be paid for my meatballs and sage. No. Meatballs and sage. Meatballs and sage. No. I'd like to get laid with my meatballs and sage. No. Yes. No. No. Meatballs and sage. Meatballs and sage. Blue valve down sage. here controls the spray ball going into the keg. Red valve over here controls the water flowing into the dip tube. Turn them both on. Please, please don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Do this. No! Once the water is dripping clear like this, we're going to put this thing onto the caustic. No! No! No, yes. No. Yes. No! 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 Alright, this time you're gonna use the tavern head with the yellow hose here. No! No! Get it the coupler as normal. Control for it is this switch right up here on the wall. Make sure that knife valve is open, because that's the one that cleans out the dip tube on this mechanism. Vixie's lay home and bet you love one another that your joy may be found. Vixie's lay home and bet you love no, one no. another that your joy may be found. No! No! 
No! This is very common that you love one another, that you join Please, please don't do that. People. No! No! Alright, once that caustic cycle has ran for about five minutes. No! Shut that down. Remove the keg coupler, and then we're gonna rinse the caustic out of the keg. Yes! Back onto the rinse sink. Yes! Now it's real important not to uh, accidentally activate the caustic. Yes! When you've got a keg onto the rinse sink. If you do that, caustic is gonna spray out of that spray bowl, and spray you in the face, the chest, the ceiling, etc. No, 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 no! No! No, yes. No. No! No. No! 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 Are you guys part of like the um the Tour de France? Yes. Okay, that's that's the way they dress. Yes. Right? Yes. No! 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 Yes. Anyway, how are you guys doing? I didn't mean to interrupt your conversation. Okay. Alright. No, 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 no. No! No. Yes. No. Yes. No! No! Anyway, how are you guys doing? I didn't mean to interrupt your conversation. Okay. Grace Hildebrand was the best person on the face of this earth. She had a bad child, not a bad childhood. Her sister is a senior underwriter for Northwestern Mutual, and her other sister owns many businesses in Montana. And Doreen made a couple mistakes. She had children too early. She had them adopted out to a foster home when she was very young. They raped her and her children. She hooked up with some wrong people, but she always worked every day of her life. I was her boyfriend for the last 10 years. 
And this town, why did you ever drag me to this town, Melvin? This town is no good. The cops are no good. This town killed her. This town killed her. I've got a lot more to say. You'll find it on the memorial. I'll put it on mine. Bye. Well, I'll make change for you. I mean, this is bull crap. Yeah. I gave you $4 for the ride for the park, right? Right, like I said, a dollar a minute. And I actually gave you five minutes for I gave you. So, four more dollars. Yeah, it is. Thanks. I I come over for the concerts. I'm from Corvallis. Not All right. Have a good day. Did you need a ride?
Nice. Yeah, right down nice. to the basement. Oh! Oh! Oh, yeah. Pastor Rick! Pastor Rick! They're talking about you on the TV! Well, by golly... Turn it on! Give me that remote! Give me that! Hand it to me, will ya? Here, Pastor Rick! Catch! No! Come here, you dope ya! Let's turn on the TV! Which left many wondering, would the former minister Rick Scarborough follow through on his promise to set himself on fire in the wake of today's Supreme Court ruling in favor of same-sex marriage in all 50 states? Reports Damn liberal media. I was referring to the lyrics of a song. I wasn't really hoping to set myself literally on fire, but I got to stick to my guns. After all, if I went out there harping on one issue that's been barely even mentioned in the Holy Bible and to make a promise that I would set myself ablaze if the Supreme Court ruled against God's will... And then I didn't set myself on fire? Well, that would just make Jesus look stupid. Oh, look, Pastor Rick, your mail came. Let me bring it over to you. No, no, the pile is too big. It's going to fall. <laughs> oh, zoiks. Come here, you dope you. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> Who is it? It's Maddie. The film crew is here. They're expecting a big fire. A big fire. So let's not let them down. They're not expecting 4th of July. Of course, you're made up of flesh and bone. But we want something big. Big. And uh, amen. Glory to Jesus. All that. Yada, yada. Now, Maddie, you hold the press at bay. I've got some rehearsing to do before I do this publicly. Now you get them to hold their horses. Clyde and I have some practicing to do. Now get, get. Whoa, bitch. Get. You better take it easy. Whoa, don't push me. Bitch, you better not push me. Get, get, get. All right, Clyde, we don't have a lot of time. I'm going to hold this lighter to my pinky. It seems to make sense to start small. Oh my Jesus! Oh, that hurts! Oh. oh my Jesus! Pastor Rick, don't use the Lord's name in vain! You come over here. <laughs> you see what it feels like. Ow, Pastor Rick! Oh, ow! oh no! Put it out! Put it out! These claws are going to burn right off of me! Well, by golly, your clothes burned off you and you're completely naked. Pastor Rick, please stop staring at me. <laughs> Pastor Rick, please stop staring at me. Ah, uh, Satan, you fooled me again. Tensions by the channel of my mind. Uh, it changes.
My name is Elaine Yearsley. I live here in Albany. We're at the Monteith Park for the concert. I'm the counter, official counter for the concert. <laughs> what do you have that you count on? Uh, some kind of a clicking counter machine. Tonight I've counted 304 people so far. I started counting at five. And two more just walked in. So 306 right now. I can't remember when I started, but seven or eight, nine, maybe 10 years. That's been fun. A young man looks like a little four-year-old daughter. And another young man, older man with chairs on his back. And I know it's not accurate every night, but I do my best. I had a couple of friends that have come at different times, and one of them just took over counting. She says, I can do this, I can do this. It was fun. <laughs> and she did a good job for me. <laughs> oh, tonight I see two people up on stilts down in the, if you look down by the stage. I've never seen that here before. Um, I don't remember anything really strange. Just people coming in, carrying their food and their chairs and whatever. Four ladies, and they look like they're all geared up to have a good time. Five ladies. Five, okay, I'll count one more. She's a fun one. I can do this because the kids are <laughs> I may even find a husband. You might. No, I can't bring anybody home. Oh, I'm sorry. You believe it. I'm 89 here. Yeah, she's 89, looking for a man, she thinks. You have to keep doing it. It's, you can just see that they care. And they enjoy being here. And they enjoy being here. Interesting sounds. Mm -hmm. You ever sit and just listen to the symphony of sounds? Oh yes. She's getting with the guy on stilts. Oh yes, oh yes. She told you how old she is. 89. 89. She's always... For the, I've known her now for just at places like this for years. And she used to say, well you come down to the... I don't know where she goes, Elks or whatever, and dance. You'd have, you'd have fun, and I never made it. <laughs> Maybe I will one day. She doesn't know anything but fun, I don't think. <laughs> your name? Depends on what year you ask me if I come from. What year do you come from? 2045. Yeah? Tell me more about that. 
Some of us are still here. There's a few cars that talk too. So they mostly hover? Um, well, some of them can hover, some of them can actually fly. Does Volkswagen still make the hovering vehicle? Um, after a fashion. Did Bernie Sanders turn out to be the wonderful president we were hoping him to be? Uh, well, he was pretty good, uh, how would they call that? And what's your generation? Well, here, here, let's, what's your generation? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I was born in 1980. 1962, walked out of the river as a woodstock. My mother did. Yeah. Full adult, full grown. In 1962? Yep. Wasn't Woodstock in 69? Or are you talking about a location? Location, where it was at. Oh. I don't even know where it was, dude. Socrates, New York. Oh, no, that was 94. Well, you were born there. Where was it? No, I was born my first time on Terra in 1984, August 1st. 12.01 a.m. Where on Terra? Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> My first name's Ghost Rider, Megatron. Second name, Lockjaw, Galvatron, Child Thereof. Non first. 77. The main overseer of the hive cluster, to which you refer. By the way, hive clusters are real important in binary. You'll find that's real big. Do I refer to Cybertronians or do I refer to Zarg? Zarg is this. Zarg is meat. I got lots of Zarg too. Zarg is meat and meat kills and I got the best. I was a most lethal life form at my first death. Jesus raised me again to another one of something else. I became most lethal of both. It makes me a fungus and a virus. Now fungus and a virus eats everything. We also have the ability to speak empathically with metal. It means I could walk around here and steal any one of these cars by staring at it long enough. My flesh would just fade out, my consciousness would get in the car, the car back up and get away. No, I don't want to do that because mine hasn't been legitimately constructed yet. I haven't been connected and hooked up and transferred out yet lately. However, I do remember my double tap head and neck then spin also remember falling out of it when it spins that fast it's hard to keep your brain inside of it well it used to be just this little like plastic shell thing that was all it took to hold me it's just nanites we ate part of the enterprise we also ate part of voyager we eat parts of lots of things we ate part of mercury dude mercury's delicious Mercury's delicious. Red matter's blood. I'm not supposed to tell you that. It's not. Oh, yeah, it's quantum material. It's made out of what you think it is. It's liquid neutrino. Don't jack around with it or I'll kill all of you. It's my blood. Red matter's mine. That's not something to be lightly fooled around with. I'm also speaking as part of the entity which controls the... What is this? Oh, yeah, it's an interview for Star Trek Online. The spirit of the forest. Three of thirty. My name. What is your name? Taps.
Tips what? Taps. Taps. T-E-P-S-E. My spiritual father is Gregos Quillabre. Usually my first name, Lockjaw, is enough. That usually tells people I'm also related to Barricade. Barricade's a car, man. Barricade's not just a standard cop. This is, this, I mean, Barricade's an interceptor. And he's bigger than people think. Now we show our due respect. I got my cop glasses on and I tell people, careful how much time you spend around me, I'm a drinker. All I drink is time. Time is life, however. Well, you see what not my left hand can do. Not my left hand is a pen, not a weapon. And everything these glasses see is more true than what I speak. Which is funny, because it fades to violet. It's the sound of my voice. It goes away and away and away. My command is breathe. I breathe with a heartbeat. My breath only occurs with the heartbeat of Christ. The grace of God's the only reason I live. That's three-quarter Nephilim bloodline responding to human curiosity. I can hear human curiosity. Humans are too curious. Humans are careless. Humans are faulty. Humans are designed as intended. Humans serve purpose. They're good grunts. They're programmable. They're intelligent and to a degree they can learn. What they can't learn on their own is biology at the molecular metal level. Nanomolecular geneticist. I do it with thoughts. I build cars elsewhere depending on what I see around me. I see better cars, more well care paid attention to them, I feel better because I hear car start. I also like it when it's really warm and I feel freezing cold because that's also what it's like to get electrocuted by 72 trillion degrees. It just feels good. Well, it'd hurt if you were human and on fire on the surface of the sun that you live on. I live on the surface of a star. They say, hey, come back to Earth. I say, dude. I come back to Terra, you die! They're like, what do you mean Terra? I say, well, Terra's made out of dirt. Dirt's what Earth is. I already melted it and burn hotter. They're like, oh, burn hotter. Well, thank you for sharing your knowledge and, and ideas. Do go ahead and publish that around. You can tell them it was Lockjaw. You can tell them it was Ghost Rider. Just don't tell them it was me. Now see, everyone asks where my path of knowledge leads and where my body of experience has been. If anybody says, hey, let's dance, I dance away. I lead away. Everything everyone does is say, hey, everyone thank you, Jesus. Don't thank me, and everyone do not as I do.
You see, if anybody says, hey, let's dance, I dance away. I lead away. Everything everyone does, I say, hey. Everybody says, hey, let's dance, I dance away. I dance away. I lead away. Everything everyone does, I say, hey. Everything everyone does, I say, hey. Everyone, thank you, Jesus. It was a good mother dinosaur. Big wings and big claws, and I had a real bad case do as I say, not as I do. Say, hey, if anybody says, hey, let's dance, I dance away. I lead away. Everything everyone does, I say, hey, everyone, thank you, Jesus. Don't thank me, and everyone do not as I do. You see, if anybody says, hey, let's dance, I dance away. I dance away. Everything everyone does, I say, hey, everyone, thank you, Jesus. Don't thank me, and everyone do not as I do. For if you can be here and perceive a contiguous conversation with a Nephilim, you are one. It means you're a virus too. It's just odd. Just like the sound of the spirit of the forest. Yeah. Do you listen for the spirit of the forest? Well, I pretty much listen for whatever tells me follow the course of action that doesn't get anybody dead. That's what I try to listen for. Why is it that we don't seem to be able to adjust ourselves to the physical environment without destroying it? Why is it that, in a way, uh, this culture represents in a unique fashion the law of diminishing returns, that our success is a failure, that we are building up, in other words, uh, an enormous technological civilization which seems to promise the fulfillment of every wish almost at the touch of a button. And yet, as in so many fairy tales, when the wishes finally materialize, they're like fairy gold. They're not really material at all. In other words, so many of our products, our cars, our homes, our clothing, our food, it looks as if it were really the instant creation of pure thought. That is to say, it's thoroughly insubstantial, lacking in what the connoisseur of wine calls body. And in so many other ways, the riches that we produce are ephemeral. And as a result of that, we're frustrated. We're terribly frustrated. We feel that the, the only thing is to go on getting more and more. And as a result of that, the, the whole landscape begins to look like the nursery of a spoiled child who's got too many toys and is bored with them and throws them away as fast as he gets them, plays them uh, for a few minutes. Also, we're dedicated to a tremendous war on the material, the basic material dimensions of time and space. We want to obliterate their limitations. We want to get everything done as fast as possible. We want to convert the rhythms and the skills of work into cash, which indeed you can buy something with, but you can't eat it. 
and uh, then rush home to get away from work and begin the real business of life to enjoy ourselves. You know, for the vast majority of American families, the, what seems to be the real point of life, what you rush home to get to, is to watch an electronic reproduction of life. You can't touch it. It doesn't smell, and it has no taste. You might think that people getting home to the real point of life in a robust material culture would go home to a colossal banquet or an orgy of lovemaking or a riot of music and dancing. But nothing of the kind. It turns out to be this purely passive contemplation of a twittering screen. You see, mile after mile of darkened houses with that little electronic screen flickering in the room. Everybody isolated, watching this thing. And thus in real, in no real communion with each other at all. And this isolation of people into a private world of their own is really the creation of a mindless crowd. And so, we don't get with each other, except for public expressions of getting rid of our hostility, like football or um, prize fighting. And uh, even in the spectacles one sees on this television, uh, it's perfectly proper to exhibit people slugging and slaying each other, but oh dear no, not people loving each other, except in a rather restrained way. Uh, one can only draw the conclusion that the, the assumption underlying this is that uh, expressions of physical love are far more dangerous than expressions of physical hatred. And it seems to me that a culture that has that sort of assumption is basically crazy and devoted, unintentionally indeed, but nevertheless in fact devoted, not to survival, but to the actual destruction of life. Today's episode of The Spirit of the Forest is brought to you by Strike 3. Friends, is your Facebook and Twitter feed polluted with status updates and links to news articles about such and such team doing better than so and so? Well, strike them out. Once Strike 3 is downloaded and installed onto your computer, you'll be able to go online with peace of mind, knowing you'll never see mention of another sports team again. And after you've tried Strike 3, consider upgrading to Strike 3 Pro. 
you'll be able to enjoy such features as unfriending those who post too many pictures of their kid or simply cannot resist the urge to post everything their child says, hiding those who constantly talk about being bored and having nothing to say. You'll never see LOL again. And with the election season in full swing, you won't have to read about any boring corporate candidate as though it were 1996 and you were watching television. That's strike three. Give them a call today. Resolve. You want? Resolve. Well, you can't always have it. And it might change. But sometimes we reach out and resolve just isn't there. Sometimes it just isn't there. And whether that's okay, I don't know. This edition of The Spirit of the Forest was produced, recorded, and edited by Dan Crawl. A special thanks goes out to those who participated in this episode. Some of those voices include folks like Rick Dakota, aka Reality Ghost on YouTube, James Winther, Jay Plemons, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, Melvin, the unknown woman in Albany riding in the pedicab, the old-time radio program Exit 8, Elaine Yearsley, 
Dan Crawl, Teps, Ghost Rider, Megatron, Lockjaw, Galvatron, Child Thereof, Nom the First, and Alan Watts. Special thanks is in order for the music projects who are a part of this program. So, a thanks goes out to Mono Lake, Jeff German, Yen Pox, the unknown street musician in Newport, Oregon, and Omid Pakman. Furthermore, much thanks is offered to Adam Hughes, Robert Pecchino, Trevor Held, Nick Mihatis, and Jay Plemons for their contributions and consultations for the sketch featuring the depiction of Rick Scarborough. Thanks indeed to everyone who's listened thus far and contributed to the spirit of the forest. I'm Palem Hauber Jostophanes Alexander Spab de Lodge of Ojierto San Dimas El Focotre Sam Donaldson Avajierto Milnas El Bohadri Festin de Lac El Modamatres But most folks just call me Bob. Until next time, so long. <laughs>